Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the birthday edition of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. That's right. This show will be dropping on the eve of our fifth freaking birthday. Five years is a long-ass time to do anything, especially a wrestling podcast in 2020. I am sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper. First off, Doc, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Birthday. How are you doing? How are you doing tonight, man? Man, we're a fourth of the way to getting you a second college degree. Yeah. <laughs> I, find no- I find nothing funny. Happy birthday to me. Mm. Motherfucker. Happy birthday, Mr. So, President. Is it our birthday month, like the women say? Oh yeah, bro! It's our birthday month. <laughs> We're going out tonight. Yeah, and and tomorrow night. Yeah, and then like in next weekend, and we'd have been on time. We we got started late tonight because Harper was down at the 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 Rona testing labs picking up on the hitting on the negative girls. That's nice. <laughs> a, a fucking rat hit, hit hit my car yesterday. Oh, please tell this story. I saw it on Facebook. Yeah. Hey, Doc, a fucking rat fell out the sky and fell on my fucking car. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. If you, were staying, if you were staying home like you were supposed to, <laughs> curled up in fear, then this wouldn't have happened. What, what, what happened? A dead rat. I was driving, just plopped, uh, just a dead rat fell right on my hood and just rolled off. I was like, what the fuck is this, bro? Somebody on the overpass launching rats or well i fucking looked over in a rearview mirror a, a fucking hawk swooped down and grabbed it apparently he was up in a tree fucking eating it and he fucking dropped it on my goddamn car fuck. yeah <laughs> james like- mitchell daryl van horn commented and said well if you weren't work- working those outlaw mud shows well, that's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah, she was on my hood. She's like, is X-Ray still going to happen? I was like, I don't know, bitch, and I threw her off the hood. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Doc, any follow-up questions for Harper? I don't know where to go after that. Um, <laughs> so I guess I guess even we, we can't suspend the birthday. <clears throat> I mean, the ass talk for birthdays. You still banging ass? 
I'm always banging ass. Yeah, but the same one? Yeah. Wow, this is starting to get serious. No. No? Well, does she know that? Does she know that? Yeah. How how long do you ever bang a girl for more than like a month? And she didn't think it was serious. Well. And no girls, don't say she's cool because no girl's cool. Oh, no, man, she's cool with it. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have another rat on your car at some point. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. Mike, how many broads do you know in your life that were cool? None. I know. (laughs) Shamika was. One Your first blowjob. Yeah, she probably... She told him she liked football, and then if that had got married, she'd have been like, this is the dumbest sport ever. Because <laughs> Mike only dates black girls that sound white. Wow. Oh. That's nice. Like the chick from a uh, different world. Whitley? Yeah. Man, she's looking well, she rough these days. What? I'll she's still look- hit it. She's looking rough these days. Huh. I tell you who's something else, man. I know neither one of you watched this show. It's called Mixedish. What? Tried to Mixed-ish. tell Doc about it. It's a uh, Mark Paul Gosler's in it. It's a comedy. Mark we call Paul- him. Hey, we call him Zach Morris. All right, Zach Morris is in it, and okay. um, he's a white dad, and his wife, her real like her real name is Tika Sumter. Oh my God! All the way live. Oh. Tika. Tika. T i k a Sumter. Was smoking. that Irish? Yeah. Smoking. Anyway, it's a really good under, show. That was it's an underrated <laughs> line. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good show though, man. It's uh it's good. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure it is. Maybe it's you can a, it's it's, a, it's about the eighties. It's uh it's set in the eighties. Worst and, decade yeah. ever. Yeah, right. It's great. They, they their political jokes are hilarious. Like, no politics here. Well no, the father in law, like or, or or Zach Morris's dad. Is a is a he's you know I'll just say it I mean it's comedy he's he's a Republican and but he's always making these like racial jokes and and, and stereotypes but he so loves non, his so but hold non-fiction. on hold on so it's nonfiction hold on but he loves his brown skin grandchildren it's hilarious it's great it's it's comedy man it's a, look man you got to make fun of stuff this is what the world is missing these days you got to make fun of th- fun of stuff and nobody can handle that anymore. Doc, yeah. it is our fifth year. Think how this far is this our show, birthday. Think, think how far this show has come. I mean, we started out, God help us, reviewing the then current product, which, God. oh, by the way, wasn't much better or worse than it is today, and I don't watch it now. Yeah. I, here's up. what I remember. I will never forget this. Y'all, we always joke about how this show is always it's perilous. So, and actually, I'll be honest. We've been on better footing on getting this show out since since the the world has gone south than we were before. But I'll never forget this. This was like year one, and it was like you no, know, we started. You know, obviously in May June time frame, and we've been cooking it up for a while. Mike didn't even want me to be on all the time. He's like some other guy who did like show three or two with us. He was like, "Y'all are gonna rotate in and out." I was like, oh, "Shit, I, I, I'm, I, that's not really, you know, what I want to do." Well, yeah. yeah, that's all you had to do was tell me that. Once you told me that, I was like, "All right, well, 
Then we'll just go me and you. I thought I thought you would be cool. I thought that's I thought you were cool with that. You didn't say anything at first, and then when you said something, I was like, "All right, well, he's gone. Me and you." Okay. Where's that guy at? He's like the Alice of of a book of the territory. <laughs> yes, he only did like two shows or one. It wasn't a lot. And then, um, so we're about November, December of the first year, so seven, eight months in, and I walked in. Mike was, and I, I walked in to over to Mike's desk, and I was like, "So, man, how's the, how are the numbers coming with the listeners?" And he goes, "Man, it ain't too good." I was <laughs> like, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah, my buddy down in New Orleans runs a pod, and he says you just got to keep keep up with it. You got to keep going, and it, the audience will come. But man, this is a lot of work, and we don't have a whole lot of listeners." And I was like, okay. He goes, honestly, man, I don't even know if this is worth doing anymore. <laughs> oh. And I had to, so I, had, I was like, shit, I better come up with something. So I came up with Smoky Mountain and I saved the show. Yeah. <laughs> Not true. That is so much of a lie. He's full of it. That was in like August of 2015 when he's saying this. Smoky Mountain didn't start for another freaking year so don't give sometimes, me that, that sometimes was... good ideas take a long no. time to come out no stop did it. you did you say that you were wanting to quit though in the first year i never said the word quit i was like man this is this is really not going good so so i've got a spotlight that will go ahead of the shout outs if you were one of the first and i'm going to try to be generous to everyone involved here first classic 75 to 80 listeners that we had <laughs> and that it may include a thog and man i don't even know who else at this point maybe marty howe to... you get the first round of spotlights because it took a while for us to get our sea legs on this thing yeah i, I think t-hog is he's probably the longest that's been there since like he might have jumped on board around episode three and he's been there since then do you know how deep and dark on the interweb we were hidden at that point we were on the dark web pal but he he had to be I feel like I remember around episode two or three and then Marty was he, a little bit later. And that's, didn't he's in T hog, the one that got you Donovan Dijak on the show. No, he didn't get Dijak on the show, but he got Dijak signed a God. What did it say? Dijak signed a eight by 10 for you. It said, oh. I, can't, I can't even remember what it said. Now that I'm thinking about it, and he sent it to me, ah, dad, I forgot all about that. But yeah, that was good times, memories. That was that was good times. Marty Howell's been there yeah. since the beginning. To um, there, there's more. I'm, I'm, you know. And when I say from the beginning, like we picked up a lot of steam once we got out of the current talk realm. So like, once we got into the groove of talking classic stuff, that year one year mark maybe a little bit later man that's when it that's when it started to we were like to pick some steam up wait 
Wait, we don't have to sit around and talk this. We could talk anything we want to talk. Yeah, fuck oh, that. Oh shit, let's let's <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember, I remember when we, I mean, we, when we were doing the top fives, that was cool. But I remember when we first did Saturday Night, like the very first episode we did of Saturday Night in from 1985. And I remember that episode because we were talking about something at the end of the show. And I was like, I was like, well, what are we going to do next week for the top five? And Harper was exact words were something to the effect of shit. Y'all can do that shit. I'm doing Saturday night. I ain't doing nothing else. And he was like, screw top fives. We're doing Saturday night. And it's been Saturday night full steam ahead since that point, which was like 2017. You're welcome. And now we're going to do the episode where Jack Vic- Victory gets unmasked tonight. What? Did no. I watch, did I watch the wrong episode? I yeah. Think so. You watched, yeah. <laughs> I think so. God damn it. God anyway. Damn it. Hey, I'll tell you what. i tell you what, though. If you want to think about it, we couldn't have planned it better for what happens on a five-year anniversary show on you this mean, episode. We, we could have not planned it better than we not planned it. Yes, that's exactly it. I confused myself, but you said it even better. There's, I mean, think about it. We could not have planned this if hey, we tried. If we're going to suck our own dicks here, let, let's keep going with the fact that this is five straight years of never missing an episode. We've had family members in hospitals. We've family had deaths in the died. family. We've had international travel. We've had nervous breakdowns. We've had my, heel turns. My dog died. We had a doggy, a sweet puppy dog died too. We've never missed an episode. <laughs> we had Harper's pit bull rant. <laughs> We're the kind of people that, regardless of the skill needed, you would hire to come work at your job if you were a boss because we're always going to show up. Now, we might I, show up drunk. We might cuss out your customers, but we'll no, be there. No, no, I don't know about all that. You put that on yourself. But you th- Could you see Harper working some customer service where he's like, God damn. No. <laughs> he said it. No. <laughs> I can't. I can't deal with people. Right. <laughs> I'm with him there. All right. So, um, it's been five years. We made Here, it five years. Here's the here's five more. Here, yeah, five more, pal. I said we keep going. Hey, we got a whole... Let me tell you something. Thanks to guys like Tim Morecci, Yeah. there's a whole lot of wrestling that we can dig into. So, there I, is... I, Five more years of stuff to do. Oh, yeah. There's, there's shit. We don't ever have to stop. No, we don't ever have to stop. We just keep the train rolling. And, and, you know, that's that. So, Harper, you got any words of wisdom on our five year birthday? Do we get a cake? Mm. We're not Cornette. We don't want to go into a cake. I want a cake. Although I, I did have some brownies today. Harper was jerking off over by the batter. Uh, What? God. What's wrong with you? That's nice. Would you eat a cake uh, that Harper cooked, Mike? No, I would not eat you a cake. You bake a cake. You don't cook it. Whatever. I would I'm not. not, not let me tell you broad. something. How would I know that? I don't know <laughs> if I would eat anything that Harper baked or cooked. 
That's nice. After I've seen the walls of his matter, bedroom. It doesn't matter what it is. You can see him, like, push the pan over to you and rub his hands. The secret ingredient me, is semen. Let me explain <laughs> something to you. It has nothing to do with Hopper as much as it has to do with I don't trust wrestlers, okay? That's what it is. Whether it's Luke or Harper or anyone, I don't know if I'm trusting them. Because they will put some secret sauce and some bull S, okay? I'm getting tired. What? Nothing. It went over your head. Shut up, Mike. The next morning, you're like, why does my butt hurt? Yeah. <laughs> All stick? right. So, you ever hear those old guys talk like when Dynamite Kid would fucking roofie him and shit? And it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, they just he slipped some shit in my drink. Man, if you put something in my drink, I'm going to have to, you know, consider felonious assault. Dude, some of them stories are just so insane. I, I, I find I have trouble really believing some of them. Like, I mean, you know, guys taking a toothbrush, shoving it up their anus, and then putting it That's on the fucking, fucking sink people. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I mean, taking That's... a guy's toothbrush and doing that to it? Come on, man. That's fucking no, bro. Exactly. Exactly. I well, don't see know, the problem. You think a, about, that's good, clean fun. <laughs> think about what Jake did to, to, to the British Bulldog's dog. Like, that. that's another thing, too. When he started messing with animals, he fed the freaking dog chili dogs and hot dogs and that's the dogs awesome. Dude, spraying it, they were, in the freaking hotel the, room with the diarrhea. Mere, the mere fact that our classic wrestling heroes didn't all die on some two-lane highway in <laughs> shitwater America because they were traveling around fucking hopped up and drunk and chasing deviant behaviors. It, how did any of them live? I don't know. And Harper, imagine them doing that in Louisiana and Mississippi on those one-lane, you know. Those little shithead country fucking highways yeah no interstate no interstate to speak of because yeah. like hopper like Speed okay traps well interstate 49 in louisiana wasn't a thing during no. mid-south wrestling so like you know them going up and down from like new orleans to shreveport was all god that trip without 49 would make me go insane yeah fuck that oh <sighs> And they're doing so anyway. it drunk and high on goofballs and just fucking thinking about banging rats and booking territories. I, I can't tell if I'm nervous or jealous. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I'm not nervous or jealous. It's our five-year anniversary. Plenty of podcasts, big-time podcasts don't make it to this point. But we did. We do not. We have not ever regurgitated an episode either, uh, to my knowledge, unless it's on Patreon regurgitated i'm not throwing up shit what are you yeah. talking about what i mean is like post a repeat episode unless um yeah unless we just say what Patreon. you mean dumbass okay so anyway it's our birthday month or week or day if you want to call it that so as we kick things off on this week's episode i do have to give a special shout out to our largest patron contributors monthly disrespectfully classy marky blassie kyle riley mike Childress, joe ice thank you for your generous support also a couple of new patreon members as uh as i said we've we've lost a 
a ton of people due to the mm. pandemic, but we picked some people up here and there, and we thank you. So first off, Tracy Flint, longtime patron on Podbean, made the move over to Patreon and is now a BTT Hall of Fame Patreon member. So thank you, Tracy, for signing up on Patreon. Also, uh, uh, Mike Sempervivi, my peer on Arcadian Vanguard and host of the Mid-Atlantic Podcast. He is supporting us now on Patreon, so thank That's you, right. Mike. We appreciate it. That's right. And then one more thing. I got to say this. He's been he hasn't been with us for the full five years, although he has gone back and listened to all of our episodes. Armando Martinez, my man out in California. Mi hombre in California. If, if we eventually have Wildcat, whenever that may be, who knows at this point. But anyway. See si tenemos um, Wildcat. Stop. Uh Armando. <laughs> you said you left a five star review on Apple, but as of us recording this. Uh, ooh, ooh, uh, cinco la boca, pendejo. Jesus Lord, your Spanish is terrible. Anyway, Armando, you said you left a five star review on Apple Podcasts as of, uh, but as of us recording this, it's been two weeks and I still haven't seen it. It's not showing up. So uh, we will give you a shout out when it shows up. It's just not showing up yet. So uh, there's I that. Play, well, I played linebacker in high school. Anybody can say anything. Okay. Maybe his maybe his comment got deported. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> Damn. What? Uh, what is wrong with you? What's right with me? With Grow the, up. What? We did. We built five years on a foundation of filth. What did you expect me to do? I tell you what, man. Two weeks ago, the Lex Luger Pap smear discussion. If y'all would have seen, well, Harper may have seen it. The comments on the Facebook group about the pap smear discussion and Lex Luger was tremendous. Tremendous. Hey, we just, uh, for all you non-patrons out there, we just got finished rating the top five candies. And if you're like, what kind of bullshit is that? Hey, we also had a discussion for which of those candies would fit nicely up Harper's girl's ass. So there's that. It's nice, Doc. That's fucked up. William Bozard told us posted that he was driving down the road howling in laughter at the Luger Pap smear discussion. It That's is what two kind words, of, right? Look, that was two weeks ago. <laughs> it is two words. That was two weeks ago. And when you stay in the house all day in the in the way we are now, that feels like three years ago. It does. Yeah. It does. I it had really to go does. back and think about this episode, and I watched it five five days ago, and uh-huh. it feels like it was like. Of course, I was knee walking drunk when I watched it, so that probably didn't help. Well, speaking of this episode, hey, we should also to... name. We should also give special mention. Let's put, call out a couple of other Docaholic Spotlight members. First of all, I saw that you've been tweeting with Dutch. You need to get him on the Smoky Mountain show. It's over. Oh Dutch? shit. Dutch rep- Dutch replies to me, but he he just he won't reply to DMs or emails. It's the it's the weirdest thing. So I'm not begging. Dutch knows he's got an invite, and he can come on anytime he wants. So Dutch, if you I was watching some this, old I was watching some old Royal Rumbles with the kids, and man, Dutch had some pretty harsh signs he came out with when he was doing that Zeb culture stuff. Jesus Christ. I have a firm belief that they ixnated it because it was getting too real. Yeah. yeah. 
the other, so other, uh, we need to point out that in the course of our, we've, and everybody kind of knows this, so I don't want to spend too much time on it. But just remember, we're the podcast that has Christ-like qualities because we brought a man back from the dead. That is true. We okay. brought a listener. We brought one of our listeners back from the actual straight-up flatline dead. That's right. You're what welcome, other too. What other podcast has done that? None. Shit, we were on the live feed the other night. We had people in Australia on. We had people in England on. But we did bring somebody back from the dead. That's right. So what else have we done? We well, we've you know, we've we've guided a few people through cancer. We've lost hey, we should pour some drink out. We lost a couple of of Big time army members, right? We did. Um, unfortunately, Doug Detar, he passed away yeah. from cancer. Yeah. He was one that person. Was, that guy was a big time listener, man. We yep. should remember him. We should. It shouldn't all be about us tonight. Most of it should be about us, but not all of it. We should remember <laughs> those guys. You got to um, stroke your own dick sometimes, don't you? Yeah, well, for real. And, and then you got Javorski up there stroking his own dick. Oh, my God. All day long. All day long, huh? That's all day long. Yeah. They got, uh, it who off. else do we have? We got uh, Adam Price trying to hawk insurance right down in the south. What is our uh, Raleigh Arnwine? Is he still listening? He tweeted me today. He he said something about, he sent me this video of, remember the, remember the doc we did the Patreon show with the, with the my coworker who had the mouse that dangled so his IM would always show him <laughs> that he was there and he wasn't that, showing that, away? That guy's a true American hero. So I can't, I, I don't know if this thing that Riley Onwine sent me, it looked like some kind of oscillating tall standing fan, but it had like these, this fork coming out of it in the, in whoever had this at their desk, the fork would push the mouse back and forth as it, as it rotated. So instead of the mouse dangling, since most most mouse these days, mice for your computer are wireless. Um, well, now you can't dangle a mouse anymore, but you can get an oscillating fan to push it back and forth. That's nice. That's, that's tremendous, man. I heard a story back when we had the, the incentive programs on movement. They'd give out pedometers. Somebody strapped their pedometer onto it, took the, cut, the grill, took the grill off the oscillating fan and and. And like clipped it to one of the blades and then turned it on. <laughs> you, you told that story. Okay. And you told the story. Didn't somebody hook it up to a dog or something? Yeah, put it on the dog's leash and then like. <laughs> <laughs> That's fraud. I mean... They both got busted and they both got fired. So I, it was funny, but uh, uh. not that funny. Um, who else? Marty Howe, Armando. Um, we have some new. Big time players, Bozard and uh, Mikey and DFW, and can't forget Mullet down at the shoot job in the warehouse. Yeah, Mullet, Mullet. I'm trying to think, till, like he didn't get laid till he he was twenty. Who? And, <laughs> half pint. Oh, half pint did say that in the live stream the other night. We've been doing yeah. a lot of God, man. People are digging. They they love the live streams. Oh my God, everybody loves the live stream. We got Silva. We got fucking. What's his name? Oh my fucking Smoky Mountain, Phil Allen. 
<laughs> Phil, God Bold, Unreal, T Hog, Marty Howe. Hold on, I'm pulling up, pulling some up. Cool Manny, two two. The Bogota contingent. Oh Jesus, those guys, Gibson. Oh my God, cross-eyed <laughs> son of a bitch. Fake Stan Lane. Oh him, yeah him too. Hey Fake Stan, how you doing? PN News. PN News. Oh my God, him and Gibson. We made friends with the filthiest man in professional wrestling, James Mitchell. That's we right. met we met James Cornette along the way, who loves us now. Mostly me. Yeah, we've made some hellified friends, man. That's for sure. Let me see. Here's some older patrons: Justin underscore Andretti, Chris Browning, Jesse Lucas, Merciless Jones, Ruben Espinoza. Ruben canceled his Netflix. To, to to become a patron. There you go. Jay yeah, Shiny. I like him already. Yes. R.E. Miller 39. Spy Boy Sports Cap Stacy Allen Hayes. Big Rich. Big Bill Sousa. SV Padgham. David DeVries. Classy Alex. Will Parker. Mike Prue. Dude, I, I can't read two of names. Sparks. 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 He, he bumped up his Chuck patron. Chuck. 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 Uh, Yep, that's true. Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, John Dean, Josh. Dunn. Who are these people? Every supporter we had, I literally, I, I, I'm, I, I could read two hundred plus names right now, and we would be here for, if I. So I got to, I got to say this. Up. We say this every week. We don't have advertisers, and but we say that you directly fund the show, but it's also true. Because the story I told the first year about Mike being skeptical about continuing is true. If it weren't for the increase of all you folks coming on board, we still wouldn't be doing this after five years. There you go. Yeah, really. If there was no fucking audience, why are you doing it? What did she got? What did Sasha want? Sasha would have put an end to this. She'd have been like, like, you are spending too much time and money on some shit that ain't working. Why is she talking white again? Oh, uh, you know what happens. You don't tell her that, right? Because she gets hot. Yeah. Say, shut up, Karen. Oh. <laughs> you can't say that to any bitch that's not Karen. <laughs> Fucking Karens. I, I said to my wife, then, I was like, you ever notice that your hair kind of looks like that? Can I speak to the manager haircut? She goes, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you, told that? you told that to LaFonda? And we're the man. We're we're locked in here by disease. What? A, where's she gonna go? <laughs> <laughs> she can go out in the. She can go out outside where where there's death, or she can hang out in here with me. That's nice, Doc. That's all I'm saying. All right. All right. So hey, um, if we missed anybody, hey, it was our fault. It was a sin of omission. You know, our negligence is our bad. We like the we like the live feeds we've been doing. Hey, man, we're we're still we're still figuring out new and exciting ways to make this short show filthier, more interactive, on a shoestring budget. The live feeds are the easiest thing we do. Yeah, because well, all you it. do is show up, and you don't have to review anything, and then it's already on YouTube, and then all I got to do is take the audio file and post it to Patreon. There's no editing of it, really, to be honest. It's just. Pfft. Right, a live stream. We, they love it. Well, we've been on here for thirty minutes. Time to roll. Maybe uh, we should talk about some wrestling. I agree. So let me get the video going. Patreon video is up and rolling. We are talking January twenty first, nineteen eighty nine, NWA Saturday Night on TBS. Yes, 
This is a big episode because some big things go down. It is an abbreviated edition of Saturday Night on TBS because... Why? Uh, what do you mean, why? Yeah, I was trying to wonder why because this is in January. There's no baseball. Man, I was like either somebody's rewriting history up in Connecticut or maybe there was an Andy Griffith marathon. Yeah, let me hold on y'all because y'all know i have the damn i don't have i don't yeah hold on let me see something yeah because because it was like man it is january what is college football no no i i thought i had the the files on my on my laptop but i have them on a hard drive anyway I think I looked. I think I looked, and I don't. I don't know if anything's really missing from these. To be honest with you, uh, I don't know why it's an abbreviated edition. We do I need an intern, after. and all you got to do is like help out with the show and make sure you shave before you blow Mike. Whoa! All right, that's what so, that's what he, that's what he told me. With that said, January twenty first, nineteen eighty nine. It's an abbreviated edition of Saturday Night. The episode's only forty four minutes. We go straight to the opening. A plus. Where Tony, <laughs> okay, we go straight to the opening where Tony and Jr. tell us that Hacksaw Butch Reed will be here mm. with J.J. Dillon. As a matter of fact, let's listen to the opening because there's not a ton of audio from this week, but let's hear uh, let's hear what's going on. Here it is. Championship wrestling, Cody Schiavone and Jim Ross, ringside with the NWA, the Major League of Professional Wrestling, and what a great program they have for him here today, Jim, including our first event, Freebird Michael P.S. Hayes against one of the Russian assassins, Russian assassin number two. Well, you know, Tony Michael Hayes has really set the NWA on its ear. He's a really electrifying athlete, and we'll see him in one-on-one competition here in just a moment. Our first look right here on the Superstation at Hacksaw Butch Reed, a great athlete coming back to the NWA. Hacksaw Butch Reed is indeed a great athlete, one of the most powerful men in wrestling. He'll be coming to the ring by J.J. Dillon. That in itself is a big story. The Varsity Club here, we're talking about the Games Master, Kevin Sullivan, Mike Rotunda, in a big tag team event right here today on the Super Station. And as many of the fans know, Tony, the Varsity Club uh, in the, the six-man competition will be involved with the Road Warriors and Abdul the Butcher in the not-too-distant future. Of course, they do want, and uh, Rick Steiner wants uh, uh, another match with Mike Rotunda. Rotunda wants a match with Rick Steiner. We'll talk more about that in the hour. Now let's bring in a young man right here, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. It was last week, Eddie. But you walked out with a lot of confidence about your mystery partner. He's here today, I understand, in this big tag team event. You still have that confidence yes, in Leslie? I'm, I'm more confident today, Tony, because he is here. I know James J. Dillon, Barry William, Rick Flair are here. I want everybody out there to know, if you're not sure somebody's watching the Superstation, call them. Tell them to turn it over because they're going to see the biggest shock and the biggest surprise of their life today. Your confident, Jim Ross. Well, he's still very, very confident, fans. It's going to be a tremendous hour here on Superstation TBS. And now let's... All right. So Gilbert runs in, teases the big shock today so that, that he mentioned. That's important right there. Did you hear, JR? It's going to be a, it's going to be a big hour. They had a short show that night. Oh, so yeah. there it is. That's what I thought. I didn't think I something must have preempted. Something must have been on. I, I well, it's they moved not to college football. Time, so maybe they, you know, I don't know. I mean, Eddie Gilbert, Eddie Gilbert said your ass better call somebody. Is there a chance that um basketball was on that night? Doc, is there maybe? a chance the Peach Bowl was on? Oh wait, this no, is... January, no, no. I'm Back kidding. then, everything ended on January 1st. I know. It could have been, the, I guess it could have been the Hawks. I mean, it's possible, but, you know, it is what it is. It is an hour long, I though. Well, I ain't complaining. Yeah, I thought real. so. 45 minutes, bro. I'll take that. For real. So, Doc, 
Any thoughts on Eddie Gilbert and his tease and the big shock today that he mentioned would well, be the, here? Well, the big news is always, does will it pay off? And as we're going to find out, it's going to pay off. So that always makes him seem more credible all the way through the process. Why did he shave his mustache off? Because he's probably know. thinking, man, the, they got these new owners, and I want to try to look look uh, younger, so I'm going to shave this mustache off. I'm going to shave this mustache off and put on a Russian coat. Yeah, a jacket when it's went by 1989. Goddamn, pal, pronouns. The so Paul Jones is standing ringside with the, with the Russian assassin, too. You are the fucking I, worst. You know that? You well, sitting there talking. Why did he shave his mustache? We were just talking about Eddie Gilbert. You got to say Paul Jones is out there right now with Michael Hayes and Hayes is wrestling one of these Russian assassin goofs. You keep saying you keep saying you keep saying he and you and Harper are talking about he and you don't he who the hell is he Paul Jones. Paul Jones he he that's how he identifies that's his identifying pronoun. Yeah, I get like that, but you gotta say who he is first before you before you keep saying he. God damn you, Rona. I see. I don't like Vince McMahon much. I think he's ridiculous, but he is right about that. Goddamn pal pronouns. Right. Whatever. Here's the thing. You're the straight man. You're supposed to keep us on track, and if you can't keep the show on the rails, then who cares? Okay. Yeah. Well, Michael Hayes is out there defeats Russian assassin number two, even though <laughs> Paul Jones and the other assassin were trying to cheat. Hayes one up them with a roll-up and a pin. I had really forgotten. I thought the Russian assassin dudes uh, were just about done, but obviously they're not. We got a little bit more to go with them, and whatever. I don't care. Doc, any thoughts That's on nice. Hayes versus Russian well, assassin? Well, Paul Jones shaved his mustache, and as Harper said, maybe he's trying to get over with the new bosses, but he's wearing like a members-only satin jacket <laughs> gimmick that has CCCP on it, which was the old <laughs> Soviet Union letters. So my thought was... Where did he get that jacket in 1989? Uh, he had to have it made. Right. So what does that look like? Because you do that kind of crap in 2020, and you're ended up on a watch list. <laughs> I, I need an ISIS jacket. Wait, what? Yeah. Can I get an ISIS uh, jumpsuit? <laughs> you put the ISIS symbol on this. Uh, I've got a white satin jacket. I want the ISIS symbol <laughs> in black yeah. on this jacket. Now, I will say this. I do like the Russian assassins having the yellow and red. They look like the full condiments. They're mustard and ketchup. But it's yeah. better. Those, at least the mask now set them have some, like. That's true, huh? They're like fucking Ronald McDonald. Yeah, but it looks better than the all red. Uh, man, Hayes was doing a ton of dick dancing in this thing. Oh, look at her, boy. She likes them. Uh-huh. Uh, any other thoughts? I, Harper? I, well, my only other thought here to get back to the match is, is that if we're going to sort of push Michael Hayes and for all intents and purposes, we should, cause he's Michael Hayes. Does he really need to roll up the Russian assassin? Why can't he beat him with like that GDT or something else? Yeah, he should have. Because it was just a surprise victory. He was fighting them off as they were cheating. Whatever. When's, when's the, uh, Jimmy Garvin and, and, uh, and Bam Bam show up? I don't, Bam Bam doesn't come back yet, does he? Uh, no. Um, but Jimmy gotta, Jam should be 
a couple months. A, no, no, that's 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 a few. That's a ways away right now. A, a year. Uh, I don't remember the exact time, but it's nowhere near ne- time. It's not close week? to this. No. Tomorrow. Hayes Hayes is still gonna um, align himself with. Well, I don't want to spoil it. Mm-hmm. What he's about? Well, what he's don't. gonna do? But I know um, what he's gonna do. Yeah. Right. I don't want to talk it's, about it right here. Yeah, you got to stay tuned. <laughs> he's gonna. Yeah. There's a lot that's about to change. That's for damn sure. I, I, mean, I just can't imagine him going down like the trophy and jacket shop and going i need this jacket over here and i want you to put cccp <laughs> and the russian sickle on it and they don't look at now, now you want me to do what oh wait, wait got, oh roll back what he probably got a he probably got a um what was that probably got a wrestling seamstress to do it what's what the women What's up, Dan? She got some low legs on her. The pins on Blondie. Remember that when Paulie said that in The Sopranos? Mm. <laughs> he said that about the girl that AJ was dating. Check out the pins on Blondie. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, go ahead. I mean, y'all would want you, me to well, stop it. You, well, would you fight through Granny on the right to get to the one in the back on the left? Yeah. Not my speed. Let's mm. Let's zoom in on her. I can't zoom in. <laughs> Do it like, put, like, like, put your finger on it, and, like, spread it, like on your phone. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> William Bozard just howled and drove off the side of the road again. <laughs> I can't kinda, put my finger on it and spread nothing. She right? like she could be, hey, Harper, does she kind of look like she could be a butterface? Yeah, but I mean, fuck, I'll look past it. <laughs> Well, if she's wearing her mask, oh! if she's yeah. wearing her mask like a good American, then it won't matter. Yeah, that chick on her right just looks like a, you know, wildebeest. Yeah, with the cigarette hanging out of her mouth. And... Y'all let me know when I can hit play. <laughs> so that's not your speed, Mike. Long, nice legs that are athletic and you know shapely. Yeah, and tan. She's yeah. got nice tan too. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. Nah, I think I think she looks. What do you say we got to shove her back in the oven and let her get burnt for you? She's a little bit of crisp on her. (laughs) All right. Are you like you you amusing yourself over there? You like your tater tots extra crispy? I get it. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good way to put it. A little bit more browned. (laughs) Can I hit play now? Yeah. Sure. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I think that grandma's going, these whores behind me won't shut up. <laughs> Darling, if you really want to catch one of these wrestlers, I got Tommy Rich's number in my purse. He can tell you how to do it because he's good at catching those. Oh, come on, man. Leave that guy alone. Really, man? What has he done? Yeah, it's like shooting deer in a cage, man. Come on. <laughs> Michael Hayes once again defeats Russian Assassin 2. Doc, anything else from it? I'm just looking at that jacket. The jacket. <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, we keep going. We're down to Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah, January 21st, but on February 15th, we got another clash coming up. That's uh, right. St. Valentine's Day Massacre. But right now. Wait, wait, wait. What is it, Harper? What? St. Valentine's Day uh, Massacre. Five what years. Do you this, motherfucker had, this motherfucker hadn't learned how to say Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Right. Right, Mike? 
<laughs> sure, and you're going to bring your girl to uh the Waffle House. house. <laughs> that well, night, got... that night that we cut that show was the night I knew that Harper was the right guy for the gig. Uh, i knew before that we've got a chick hit me up uh saturday night i was like nah that chick hit you up saturday night yeah i was like i'm ignoring you yeah was that fuck out of here that's 40 spice yeah hold on what did she say just say hey i'm out blah 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 you want me up i was like i'm not even responding your whole ass. I'm I'm so proud of you. I was like, nah. Yeah. Bye bye. People think it's the end of the world. They start doing all kinds of shit. I know, right? Because it's I'm I'm telling you, bro. Katrina was like that. Because everybody was stuck inside, bored, and I mean, what are you gonna do, bro? That girl that... made Harper go buy a pack of cigarettes. I know. <laughs> That's why I said I'm proud. He didn't respond back to her. A whole ass. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Thoughts and prayers, dog. T's uh, and P's. T's and P's. Uh, Doc, any thoughts on Butch Reed and um? Well, Butch Reed's making his debut. That's a big deal. Yeah, uh, Butch he, Reed. You know, he was number ten in, in world class in nineteen eighty four. Yeah, we just did a Patreon episode um where we covered the world class uh, top ten from July fifth of eighty four. Uh, Butch Reed is out there with JJ Dillon. He defeats George South. Uh, Reed hits a big clothesline off the top rope. I think he's about to hit it right here, and uh, gets the victory. And but what time? What's your time stamp on that? Uh, that was twelve oh three. Can I go back to eleven twenty five? Eleven twenty five. Let's see. Well, we're at, we're at a uh, we're at eleven eighteen. So let's see. What are we looking for? I don't know. I just said what a move. Okay. Uh, the the that. Well, he's a face, huh? Butch Reed? Yeah. No, he's got JJ with him. He's heel. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot. Yeah. That's, so is he? A, so is he a horseman? No. Are either one of them going to be in the promotion soon? Either one of who? The Butch Reed or? I mean, Butch Reed stays around because then he then he's in Doom. Hmm. You must have had the shoulder tackle. Yeah, Butch ain't Butch ain't going nowhere. Okay. He'll be here for a while. Uh. Okay. Well, okay, so Mike, what do you know about Butch? Why didn't he ever get a bigger push than he got? He's got charisma. He's got a body. Well, yeah, the thing where that where when he was, I don't want to say he was on fire at the time, but when he had to leave and go back to Kansas City or whatever because of, you know, to make sure his marriage didn't fall apart and whatnot. But that's good. You know, I mean, he was a big deal in mid south. I mean, I know people go, well, that's a regional promotion, but. Like when you say why wasn't he a big deal? She he was to me. You're five foot two. Everybody's a big deal to you. Yeah, okay. you little midget black guy. You propagate like this lie. I get, get Gary Coleman, motherfucker. I get yeah, people all Webster, the time. Bitch. Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, whatever. Are you really only five three? No. Yeah. God. Yeah. That's people being generous. Believe, That's people combine. will believe measure. anything. What you talk about, Mike? What? <laughs> All right. Any other hey, thoughts, Doc? No. Harper, I got a question for you. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> I was thinking about something there. When you were a kid, did you have a metal lunchbox? Yeah. 
Okay, what was on it? Fuck, I had a bunch of them. Okay, that's what I was wondering. I had E.T., I had Knight Rider, I had He-Man, Star Wars, all that shit. With the plastic thermos in it? Yeah. God, I love it. (laughs) I ever told you about that story when I, when, uh, I think I told you that, Mike, when in the K&B ad, there used to be a pharmacy here in uh, New Orleans, and it had, in the Sunday paper, there was an ad that said, Star Wars lunchbox is half off. And I was like, Mama, Mama, look, look, look. And this is when Return of the Jedi came out. I was like six. I was like, I want the Return of the Jedi lunchbox, right? So she goes and buys it. She comes back. It's the Empire fucking Strikes Back lunchbox. They were, get, they were getting rid of those to make uh, room for the for the Return of the Jedi. I was like, they ain't no fucking Ewoks on this damn lunchbox. The fuck is this, man? He probably got upset because Lando Calrissian was on it. He was like, "I don't want no." What he's he's talking about his mom, not mine. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, so, so she got ever... the, so she got the wrong lunchbox, Hopper. I mean, fuck it. I mean, it was you, still Star Wars. You yeah, that's true. Um, you got any of those lunchboxes today? No. I wish I did. Knight Rider, huh? You like Knight Rider? Really? I love fucking... Bro, I still got the Knight Rider car from when I was a kid. The fucking toy, you would you would hit the license plate and it would talk. Sure thing, Michael. Yeah, it, it, was, <laughs> it was like Turbo Boost and it came with the little... The little David Hasselhoff figure. If you would stick your it. finger, stink your, stick your finger in my tailpipe, Michael. Uh, Harper, That's basically did you, what it was like. Did Harper, did you have the um? Did you have the big wheel? I had a Dukes of Hazard big wheel. So you didn't, you didn't have the Night Rider big wheel? No, gotcha. I just had a big wheel, big wheel. Yeah, sure you did. You broke ass. I didn't, but I grew up old enough that not everything had to be branded like you kids, you soft that- children. That fucking handbrake thing was that that shit, that shit was badass, dude. Make that <laughs> stop on a dime. Fuck, I wish they made like adult ones like that, bro. I, I would love to go down the street and hit that little that little plastic brake and peel out. <laughs> Put a little rickshaw on the side for your girl. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we're going down to the barn. We're going down to Timotinas. <laughs> oh, okay. Christopher, it's it's embarrassing to be in your rickshaw. Shut get the up. get the fuck in there. Yeah. Oh, all right, Doc. Maybe keep going. We've got the Varsity Club, and I think Rotunda Man, and Kevin Steiner. Well, Kevin Sullivan's getting ready to do some brave ass shit right here. Yeah, let's go now to the Varsity Club. Rotunda and Sullivan are out there, and hear what they have to say. They're being interviewed by uh, Jim Ross. Welcome back, fans, to World Championship Wrestling. We're going to see the Varsity Club in action in just a moment. But I know that your training has really intensified as you prepare to try to regain your television title. It's not going to be tried, Jim Ross. It's going to be regained because, Steiner, you moron, I just gave you a taste right here in this ring of what's to come. I gave you a pile driver, pal, and made you a little shorter than you already are. And it's just a matter of time before that TV title is right back where it belongs because I earned it. I own it, and I own you now, Steiner. The day is coming real soon. Another day that's coming very soon is the with the Road Warriors. Obviously, the Road Warriors. 
are still the favourites. And they're the guys that people say they're fierce. Aren't you afraid of them? Fear left me a long time ago when I was stuffed to the tree of woe for six days and six nights. Fear left me when they sent me to the sweat box for four days and four nights. Road Warriors, the only time I've ever gone into a bar and seen guys with makeup on their faces when I took a wrong turn and went to the wrong bar. You may be the fiercest bullies of the block. You may be fearsome and you may be the toughest around. That was until the Vasi Club came about. You see, Dr. Death, Kevin Sullivan, you always say you dine on danger and snack on death. That's right. You're going to snack on death all night long because the doctor is going to deliver it. And right here is danger. And danger is this. Hawk, I'm singling you out, and I'm going to reach down in your throat, Hawk, and I'm going to pluck out your hat. You ain't so fearsome to me. All right, fans, let's see the, the varsity club in action. We have heard. Bruh, Sullivan right there. Harper, what'd you think? So they're both heels? No, I told you. I think, like, I, I think they No, they're both realized. heels, and you know what? I'd still pay to watch Kevin Sullivan and Hawk get into it where I thought it was halfway real. Yeah. Yeah, but my what I was saying was I think, like, they realized the Warriors are just, no matter how much we try to put them out there as heels, they ain't. They're so fucking just ignore it. Just... Yeah, I feel like they were, like, just like, oh, screw it. Let's just ignore it and yeah. just move forward here and Dusty's gone and it don't matter at this point, the whole spike thing and just course correction. Here we go. Like, I, th I, I don't know. I don't know that if that's what they, like in my mind, as I watch it back, I feel like that's what happened. This is what it is. Anyway, uh, Doc, yeah. your thoughts. I mean, I wouldn't want to take the chance that Hawk took that the wrong way in real life. Well, Hawk was, I mean, he was pretty damn vicious right there. Well, and, you know, Rotunda's not Arn or Rick, but if you keep him contained into a quick promo, he was effective. You know, he's like, I shorten your spine and all that kind of thing. It was straight and to the point, and then... Solomon is just like I'm in sweat boxes and I'm calling you out and I don't give a shit. Yeah, just, he, was, he was pretty damn vicious. Go ahead, Harper. Yeah, fucking. I, I want to see that happen. No shit. I don't give a fuck about heels and babies in that instance. I see, I see crazy and crazy. This guy's got a real interesting look in the ring with Sullivan right now. Nah, uh, this guy. Yeah, he's um, Gene Miller. Uh, th th this is a hell of a tag team, uh, and I say that in a funny way. It's Rotunda and Sullivan are in there against Randy Hogan and Gene Miller, and I don't know what to think of Gene Miller, but Har Doc, you were saying something, so keep going. I don't know, man. He's got actual tights on, but there ain't nothing special. And he's got that fucking, what do you call that hairstyle? That, like, Dr. Phil shit? Yeah. Like the, like the horseshoe balding? Oh, we gonna yeah. stop for a second. We gotta talk about. Yeah, we gotta something. run back to that. Fucking... We gotta see that. That's nice. Yeah, Mike just all of a sudden got a heart on. There Mike, it is. No. Which one? The big girl on the right or the black girl on the left? Neither. 
But I Neither. tell you what, God damn it, it, it. Okay, so I got a question. Let's let's do a clarifier here, real quick. How old are those broads? They look old, but they're probably Come young. <laughs> yeah, but I just want to make sure before we say anything that we've reasonable deduction. Okay, stop. By reasonable deduction, are those broads old enough for us to bet to bat to to not bang on to bag on? They're in their twenties, but I don't want no part of this conversation because that's not. Nice. Well, you ran it back twice to get here, so no, I didn't run it back. I made a mistake and went auto went too far the first time. Okay, Mike, I stopped it because you. I knew you wanted to make fun of something because you know you can help yourself but make fun of unfortunate people. So we know that you. Yeah, that's why us. you laughed because you love making fun of unfortunate <laughs> people. You heartless son of a bitch. Punching down, Punching down is punching down at people. <laughs> well, POS. <laughs> um, so we know how you like, like dudes like big white women, but then there's a newbie and princess on the left. So I'm just curious as to which one is more your speed. I, I, neither one of them are my style. Okay. So why'd you run back here then? What'd you want us to talk about here? Because I knew y'all would have something smart. I mean, to say that shit looks like Tootie and Natalie. <laughs> I was watching that Sunday. Really? Yeah, on like Me TV. Hmm. There we go. This one was where where Tootie loses her her uh, hearing, and they had a deaf girl that that a did death? the whole deaf thing. Did you say a deaf girl? A deaf girl. He said deaf. Stop making fun of him. Oh, what did she sound like when she got pounded? <laughs> exactly like that. This is for her. Yeah, y'all are going to hell. Y'all are both going to hell. Oh. Man, facts of life would teach you some important lessons. I know. Oh, yeah. You take the good, you take the bad, and you take it all of there. You have the facts of life. So which would you have nailed first, me. Joe or Blair? Oh, Blair. Okay. I'll still fuck Blair. She's no, you wouldn't. Good. She's a hardcore Southern Baptist type. Well. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. He didn't say he couldn't. He said he still would. There's a difference right. between those two. She she's, would she would know that you were in the zip code and she would leave immediately. <laughs> she's like a, she's like an SMU Mustang. She would smell. No, no, no. That, I keep telling you, those are Methodists. We're talking about oh. Baptists. Methodists What's that, TCU? No. <laughs> Y'all are talking, and Kevin Sullivan's beating the piss out of this poor sap in the rain. <laughs> this guy doesn't have a clue. Oh, look at Sullivan. Oh, <laughs> He's like, ah, screw you. <laughs> Methodists would hang out with you. Baptists don't want to hang out with you, Harper. Okay. Because you're wrong. That's what they think. Sullivan is. Well, here, here's, here's, the, here's the Baptist. Decision making flow chart. So play along. Harper, are you a Baptist too? No. You're wrong. <laughs> and that's the whole thing. Okay, let's keep going. All right. Oh, God. This religious talk. Uh, Doc, any other thoughts on the varsity club defeating Randy Hogan and G. Miller? They are a formidable trio with Dr. Death and Sullivan and Rotunda. And I mean, Sure, they lost Steiner, and that's a problem, but they replaced him with Dr. Death. They're, they're still a force. Yeah. 
for real. They're still a force, but the, the, they're going to bring in a new member soon. Is it me? That, that is just... Uh, I never liked huh. him in a varsity club. The person Who was the in. other guy? Well, I don't want to spoil it. We're just somebody else is somebody else is going to come in though, and and that's what I. Oh wait, I like. we have an update on his mystery yeah. guest. Yeah, we do. We 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 do have an update. So, um, well, well, first, um, yeah, I'll play this part and then I'll talk through the rest. This is here it is. Okay, back with Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert at the top of the program. You still got a smile on your face, I know. Big match coming up against Rick Flair and Barry Windham right here today on TV with your mystery partner. But I think, Eddie, we need to go back and take a look at one of the situations leading to this moment. And I know we take a look at it right now. It's not a pleasant situation for you, but it's one that we do need to take a look at and have it right here on the Superstation. Let's go to it right now. Now, Eddie Gilbert. So they, they, what they do first is they replay Flair and Barry Windham double teaming Eddie Gilbert from last week. And then after this, they're going to then go to a, another segment where Eddie's going to tease us again on who's coming in. Doc, you got any thoughts before I uh, fast forward to, to play Here's this? what I want to know, because this is probably past where I'm – this is probably entering my dark period, to be honest. Like I might still be keeping up somewhat just – Checking in every once in a while on wrestling, but I'm on my way to 15 years old. From about 15 to 20, I'm out. What I want to know is, how, you know, a lot of these quote-unquote secrets aren't really well kept. Was this a known, like, did people know that this was about to be who it was, or did, was this like a big-time surprise? I'm sure if you was a smart fan and got the observer, you knew. Yeah. Really? Okay. I think even so. even then. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea because I haven't looked at the I observer mean, never, from that time. I but I bet you it's in there. I mean, I've maybe read three or four observers in my life. So I, I bet you it was in there. Okay. Lance has all those old observers. I can ask him if he can look it up. No, oh, Lance. What the hell has he been doing? He does the world class show with me. We have this discussion. Oh, you, so, you fucking your life. <laughs> Harper, I'm married. That is my life. Okay. Uh, <laughs> man, talking he, classic he wrestling is, is the he life. He is at home, worried his ass off that this football season is is not going to go down. And they're not going to go eight and five and make it back to the Liberty Bowl to play Mississippi State. That's the least of my worry. I'm talking about Lance. Yeah. Oh, I was like, what? Oh, you're worried. I was like Mississippi State. Yeah. I don't you're, know. I mean, you're SMU. worried about you're worried about Nickel State making the Division Two A championship and getting knocked out in the first round by North Dakota State. Mm, no, last year they made it to the next round, and that's who they lost to. But, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Anyway, all right. Uh, so, no, to answer your question, I am I bet you it was in the Observer. We wouldn't have yeah. known. What if his mystery opponent would have been Kamala? Partner, you mean? Yeah. Partner, yeah. not opponent. What if? Kamala came know. out and ate, ate everybody. If if was the fifth, we'd all be drunk. Mm, drunk. But 
Anyway, let's go to Eddie Gilbert here. He's going to tease us again before this big match. A lot of things we can say about a humiliation. I know embarrassment for you, having the boots put up to you by two men. It's very easy to get a two-on-one, Eddie, as you know. That's right, Tony. You know, for seven long days, I've waited till this moment to embarrass the four horsemen. Well, Ric Flair, you're the man that's come out here and said, to be the man, you must beat the man. And Barry Windham and Ric Flair and J.J. Dillon, I got a man that can beat all three of you with both hands tied behind his back in just a little bit, Tony. Just a little bit. And stay right where you are. That match coming up right after this timeout. Bro, he said, right. get, Tony said, get the boots put to you. Is he? <laughs> mm, I like that. So we get a tease. We go to commercial. That would have me watching, bro. I'm like, who the fuck's he going to bring out? Who could he bring out? Is it finally Bruiser Brody? I mean, you know, like I said, unless you were to I can't believe none viewer. of y'all called me on that. Bruiser Brody's been dead for a damn year here. Well, no, I'm not entertaining your stupidity is why I didn't call I was, you out. I was running a play. I'm, I'm the Herb Abrams of this show. <laughs> Put it this way. Half the stuff you say sometimes I just completely ignore because it's not even worth addressing. Cause it's just, and the other half just, changes your life. Yeah. yeah. Better. So anyway, the graphic, as you can see, if you're on our Patreon page at tinyurl.com slash BTT, and you get the video reviews of these episodes, the graphic says... Ric Flair, World Heavyweight Champion, Barry Windham, U.S. Heavyweight Champion, versus Mr. X and Hot Stuff, Eddie Gilbert. Well, tell you what, let me just play the um, opening sound of it, and as uh, Mr. Hot Stuff comes out, and then his partner. Here it is. And we are set. Ric Flair, Barry Windham against Eddie Gilbert, and you saw they said Mr. X. Well, the partner is not there with him right now, but he has a smile on his face, Jim Ross, it appears. And the confidence that he, he talked about, he knows that he's here. Gilbert looks very, very self-confident right now as we await the arrival of the mystery partner, Mr. X. Turned it down due to the music, but look at Flair and then watch when he sees who's coming out. Doc, you want to tell the people who it is? Well, he's not in the ring yet. Oh, shit. He's no, seen it, him no, now. Shit. He is not happy. That is Ricky, the motherfucking dragon steamboat. Flair ain't happy. No, nah, he's not happy. Ricky, the dragon. We have a bona fide superstar baby face top contender that has just walked into the studio. Mm, mm, mm. So this is, I mean, Luger and Sting just went down a peg. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. What's Luger and Sting thinking? Because we just got gone. We just got pushed down a peg. Yeah. Here's a here's a question. We talked about all this three years ago, but what if Steamboat came in after fucking Magnum had his accident? Because he's the guy they needed. Yeah. This is the guy that they've been waiting for. They didn't need him when Magnum got hurt due to the accident. Yeah. I tell you what, man, he's on fire, man. These people are going nuts as he's hitting oh, these yeah. These people, I mean, and why wouldn't all of a sudden these people on a Saturday morning are watching Eddie Gilbert at a and a surprise Ricky Steamboat versus Barry Windham and Ric Flair? <laughs> 
So let me say something. How much money? How much money would you pay to go back and be one of the hundred people that sat in that studio? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm thinking maybe they should have done this in the in arena. Maybe they did a couple of times and didn't tell anybody. Yeah, that's true, huh? I and I, I had I didn't look at the results, but I, I feel like I feel like they had to. Steamboat is so freaking smooth. Oh God, he's so smooth. He's almost too smooth. God. And I don't and I don't mean that as an as a negative. I told Doc Harper. I told Doc earlier. I I went ahead and I watched their first match, which is going to be at the at the pay per view the next pay-per-view they do. And man, that is a goddamn clinic. Him and Flair, their first match. Yeah, no, huh? In this. Now, don't get me wrong. The other two are fine, too. But that first one, I was like, holy crap. This is wrestling. Um, You just get lost watching it. I mean, this is a tag match here that he's in. But you just you just get lost watching it. Were, weren't were you at one of the matches that they had? were you at the one in the Superdome? Yeah, yeah. See, I Harper saw was it, man. You were at the Clash where they wrestled the the two out of three falls, right? It was our uh, Broadway match. Yeah, but it was we're, two out of three oh, falls over an hour. Yeah. Oh, what's our timestamp here? Uh, we're at twenty five fourteen fifteen. Can you go back to twenty five oh five? And that's a harbinger of things to come. Oh, this? On the heavyweight champion of the world. Flair oh, reverses. Oh, what a shot. Oh. And he retaliates. Oh. And puts Flair on his backside. They're going to be chopping each other like they're chopping down redwoods Man, for the next six the months. Last, <laughs> it's the last thing you're going to get that's going to approximate what Ron Garvin and Rick did to each other. But... These guys are better at it. Yeah. Overall. Um, Harper, what did you think about this match? That was, I mean, it's, they've been getting A pluses, man, for the last couple of weeks. Well, first of all, the, anytime the promotion can make a sting, and I've, I've talked about Sting and Luger, and I'm, I'm going to play this straight. I mean, Sting you're working, was you're working all other times. Like we got it. Go ahead. Just wanted to make that point. Sting and Luger are positioned as the future here, and we know that Luger is ahead of Sting. But anytime you can go above all of them with a steamboat, the promotion is a strong in a stronger position. Yeah, they got. Oh my God! Look at those. Yeah. Fucking, Ugh. We're not getting sidetracked talking about women in the audience. Again. We need to stop going. showing the crowd now. Man, these, you know, Rick looks in, in, engaged. And, I mean, he's, okay, think about Rick. He's been dragging around Koloff. He's been dragging around Sting and Luger through these long matches. He's finally got a guy that he can go with. Other than Garvin, which Garvin could go. Who's he had in the last three years? That's true, huh? In the last three years? Yeah. I mean, you're going back to 86, though. I mean, that's not really fair. I mean, he 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 went with Wyndham for a while. Yeah, but they cut that short. Well, I mean, look, you're asking a loaded question, though. I mean, nobody's going to compare my, to Steamboat. My point is, my, well, true, Garvin was a good opponent. Don't get me wrong. 
Garvin was damn good because they could just yeah. beat the piss out of each other. And and to be honest, Garvin was really underrated. And if Garvin, if Garvin and had, if Garvin and Flair could have been doing their thing in like '84 after Harley, that probably would have been probably would have been pretty awesome. But who's Rick's dance partner's been recently? Guys he's worked with well and gotten drug good matches out of. But it ain't the same as having a dance partner that can go. Well, no, nobody's gonna compare. I mean, you, you lose. And nobody's Sting, gonna compare to no, no. Like, He's fine. You know, it's like, fuck, I got a teammate now. Well, yeah, I mean, he's got somebody he did this with years earlier too. I mean, this is right. Yeah, like, nobody's familiar really. territory. Yeah, I mean, this is a dude that like he 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 just knows well, and you know, he said that like. He, he, He's talked about it before. How like yeah, everybody talks about what we did in '89. But... Look at twenty-eight thirty. Twenty-eight thirty. Uh, we're getting to it. Twenty-one, twenty-two. Gilbert's throwing some good right hands here. Oh no, you son of a bitch! Oh yeah, he's <laughs> body shots. Look at him. Those are good right hands right there. Yeah, Eddie's Eddie's swinging. And that and that's really important for Eddie because I mean. He's low man on the totem pole in this match. Yes, he and, is. And he's holding his own. Oh, yeah. And Steve-O's going mean, to Steve get all his shit in because they're getting him over and establishing him. Yeah, the, the, we you know how we always like we talk about these studios. And look at Lyndon right there. Pick him up with one arm and bring him up like that. That was awesome. This is, this is I mean, I'm shit. not going to put. Shit, they should have made. No, it's hard to argue with this, but they should have made Steamboat go through Wyndham just to get the flare just so we could have watched both. Yeah, it's hard to argue. <laughs> when you Dude, yeah. just then we could have watched Steamboat and Wyndham, and then we could have watched Steamboat and Flair. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, look. It's it's good. It's it's fine the way they did it. I won't there's other things we can second guess from nineteen eighty nine. I'll leave this one alone. This is good stuff, man. This is real good shit, man. Oh fuck yeah, dude! This this is amazing. Did y'all notice back in the? um, I don't know if he's still wearing them here. Yeah, he is. Eddie's wearing some LSU wristbands. I noticed that. Do they say LSU on them? No. Oh, okay. They're purple colors. Just the colors. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. You got them purple tights on too. But this is a—I mean, like if you're in a studio watching this, seriously, man. how much would you how much would you pay to go be and be able to be one of a hundred people that sat there and watched it? I, I mean, mean Mike, Mike, you're a cheap son of some of a bitch. Would you pay a hundred bucks to do that? In 1989, uh, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't right have now. had it, but yeah. yeah. No, 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 right now. Oh yeah, I probably would to see these four. Hell yeah! Uh, I tell you uh, what, I tell you what. Let me clear it up like this. If if all three of us could get in the boogie time machine right now, and go back to 1989, and you know making you know the having the jobs we have now, make the money we make, and somebody said, "Would you pay a hundred bucks for this right now?" Hell yeah, let's get in the boogie mobile and go see this. Fuck about, yeah, man! How about five hundred? Oh, that's a little bit too much. I could just watch yeah. it here. <laughs> Your black ass. Stop. Come on. Come on, Doc. You need to diversify your portfolio, man. I'd do that for 500 bucks. What the hell, Hopper? I mean, what is this, man? I mean, you always got to go off on a tangent about some other bullshit. I mean, can you just can you just refute a wrestling, Hopper? I mean, what the hell, man? I've been listening now for 12 weeks, 
And I know I keep saying I'm not going to listen no more, but what the hell, Harper? <laughs> okay. All right, Doc, any more thoughts? This is just rivet. I mean, this they go for a while. I mean, it's like they damn near for- 20 minutes. Yeah. They go for a long time. All four dudes are phenomenal workers, phenomenal wrestlers that are all interested in telling this story. I mean, we'll get into the finish in a minute, but this thing is all executed to a T. Oh, yeah. This is... This is another one of those classic times on this show where I probably didn't take as many notes as I should have because I got caught watching the damn match. Yeah, you just watch it. You watching yeah, you watching This is good shit, man. You watching Ed you watching um Eddie take the heat from you know, once Wyndham and Flair take control of the match and you know, do the do what heels do in a tag match. Uh, Flair and Wyndham take over and they tag in and out and Eddie takes the heat for a while and you know, he, he has a couple of hope spots in there. He comes back, but ultimately they're getting the heat on Eddie. And then eventually Eddie finally can get it where he can make the hot tag to Steamboat. And Steamboat comes in on fire. I mean, he hits. But you would say, but but you here's the other thing I think is important to note. Is it possible, and I'm not trying to get over in Japan, it's possible and is it probable the, the three best workers in the world in 1989 are in in this match. Albert, what do you think? Mm, yeah. The, and clearly you mean Flair, Wyndham, and Steamboat. Yeah. yeah, but Gilbert doesn't seem out of place. No. no he he's, low man on the, he's low man on the totem pole because of, I mean, somebody has to be. Yeah. But he, he held his own end of the bargain in this as well. Well, he's in there with three horses, man. I mean, it's that's no shame being the the fourth guy. The I'm not fourth... throwing any shade his way. I'm yeah. just saying the the thing that's interesting about this is, is this this match probably has what a lot of people consider to be the three best workers in the world in it. And by the way, JJ Dillon is out there as a manager, and the referee is Teddy Long. So we got we got names everywhere in this thing, but. Yeah, I, I, it's no shade on Eddie. It's, it's just he's he's the fourth person in here. But hey, he plays he's not his that part well. He's not that worried about it because he's going to fucking be banging Missy. That's nice, Doc. Harper, what do you oh. think about him uh, with Missy? Well, he's a lucky guy. Mm, get jealous. We'll get you with Missy after this is all. After we can come out and play, <laughs> we'll get you with Missy. Okay. Oh, here it comes. Sweet I think the hot missing. tag's coming. Here it comes. Eddie Eddie gets atomic drop, turns around, hits Barry with the um no, it's not yet. He hit Barry with no, the No, no, no. I think the hot tag is in, the hot tag is when uh Flair's in a ring. That's right. But Eddie Eddie took the heat for a while. After mm-hmm. after they got their stuff in at the beginning, man. Eddie Eddie was taking the heat for a while. Um all right, Doc, anything else before we go to the finish? I don't think so, other than it's a it's a criminal act. We've said this for a while, that it's been a criminal act 
that 86 and 87 didn't draw enough money for Jim Crockett to not go out of business. It's also sort of a criminal act that this much talent's now in the promotion, and we can't figure that out either. You mean after this? With where sure. Go? Moving forward out of this, yeah. I mean, shit, it goes back to like TNA in 2010 or and so when they had every fucking wrestler in the world and couldn't draw a dime. Yeah, that's true, huh? There's a hot tag. Here it comes. Uh, there it is. Steamboat's in the ring. He's firing up. He's going at Flair. Hits Flair with a flying forearm of sorts. Punches. Shoots Flair off again. Big backdrop on Flair. Steamboat's rolling. Guys. Clears the ring of Wyndham or is about to chop. And he's chopping Flair down. Flair comes out for another big backdrop. They're on for Flair. Steamboat is on fire. Does anybody do chop? Does anybody do chops and backdrops better than Flair and Steve? The answer is no. No, I don't think Boom. so, man. They're so damn good. They even. I, I mean, they're tied to each other. I mean, oh, this is it's magical. Okay, so let me ask you this, Mike. Well, hold on. Let's finish this. Let's give it the respect it deserves. Well, here comes the finish too. Yeah, here comes yeah. the finish. Now watch Teddy get into position. Steamboat is going to hit Flair with the flying cross body. Rolls over. One, two, three. Ric Flair, the world heavyweight champion, is pinned in a tag match by Steamboat right here. Steamboat and Eddie Gilbert. Embrace. That is unfucking thinkable on free television. Tell me when in any time prior to that, that it's ever happened. Where the champ gets pinned? Where the NWA World Heavyweight Champion got pinned on free television. That's, fuck, that's true, huh? I mean, it was rare. Rare? Shit. Like I said, very rare. We're getting ready to find the hole in Steamboat's game, but we'll do that. We'll do that. (laughs) We'll do that in a minute. He wasn't a promo guy, but he's so good in the ring, and these two were so good together that I swear I look past okay. him. Okay, like an asshole. So, <laughs> Wait, what? Tommy, he's not screaming like an asshole. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't. I just cannot. I can't communicate how crazy it is. How many times did anybody see Ric Flair get pinned? Ever. Up to up until that point, I mean, I saw I saw somewhere on like TV later, Kerry Von Eric pinning him. Yeah, that would have been the second time or third if they showed they showed like Dusty beating him in Kansas City a couple of years ago on free TV. Yeah, I mean it's rare. We're talking about that's like the for the people who are watching this episode, that's probably the legit second or third time they've ever seen Ric Flair's shoulders go to the mat. That is a phenomenal statement for a guy that's been out there every every Saturday night for four years. Yeah, I know, huh? For real. I mean, that is that is akin to like the night that Arn Anderson pinned Hulk Hogan on Nitro. <laughs> Man, I came in my shorts that night, but whatever. 
I, I, you just can't understate what we saw. I mean, it, it is a phenomenal piece of business that just went down. And the real problem here is you're getting ready to watch the two best guys with the two best sets of chemistry together and the business tear it down for the first half of the next year. It's not enough to overcome the bullshit going on up north. The world is not a just place, Mike. Well, I'll not worry about the world right what, now. I'll what, just... what wrestler did you have the best chemistry with in the ring? Come on. I mean... That... Who? Was it Minotaur? Why is it Minotaur? That is so messed up. Brian's a good guy. Come on, man. <laughs> Why are you messing with my boy like that? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, I probably nobody's gonna know who these people are. So why would I? Yeah, no. But the point is, did you wrestle anybody who was just easier than anybody else? Just for reasons you can't really you can't talk. Well, about. Rod Price, for as big as he is, is light as a feather. Like but, there's nothing he ever did that I was like, God damn. Well, you. But it's not. Up. It's just how it fits together like a glove. Like when the three of us are on you, it's hard to explain in the booth here, but when we're meshing in and out like we do every week, that chemistry, I mean, Flair and Steamboat have it. I'm not suggesting that you had anything like that with any other living human. Oh, I'm just saying that's so true. I'm just saying, who did you, who did you, who you worked best with, and how did that feel different compared to other folks? I mean, it's kind of like you know, sex. To be honest with you, like, oh, dirty bastard! Why do you have to take it there? I'm just saying, sometimes people you got more chemistry with than others. I'm sure everybody can relate to that, right? That's what it's like. It's like having a dance partner. I mean, I'm not trying to be dirty. I'm. You are. Excuse me, I maybe I should talk about it like and say, you know, when you're having intercourse with your socks on and lights off and you're, you know, tangling with the with the perfect uh, female specimen that uh, you have danced okay, that you so dance here, with very we, well. We, shut up. Here's what we need to do. On the same night that we finally set up Harper with Missy, we need to set you up with a fat blonde broad. Okay, that ain't happening. That's the white prize, right? No. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and she's got good credit. <laughs> and by good credit, we mean not as good as most people, but Four, better. But better than yours. <laughs> good credit. Good credit <laughs> means a 400 credit score, Hopper. <laughs> Y'all can, can go to fucking errands or, and, and get a fucking TV that, that, that takes 20 years to pay off. It's still got knobs on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, like the, I, I like the wood grain. It looks nice. <laughs> All right. Doc, do you have anything else before we go to Steamboat and Gilbert here who are with them, no. Ross and them? We should, we should probably hear from them. Yeah, let's go to Eddie Gilbert, Steamboat, Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone at the podium.
Tell you what, gentlemen, in the four years I've been on the Superstation, the most exciting moment I've ever witnessed, and I know fans all across the country feel the same way. Tony Schiavone, all the people, do you remember the movie The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance? Well, I got the man who beat the NWA World Heavyweight Champion on television! Welcome back to NWA, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat! Probably the longest campaign of my wrestling career. I've always had a quest in my life, and that it was to be a world champion. I ventured all around the world, even with other different federations. Right. But I came back to my home, right here. Let's roll that film. Yeah, let's take a look at it, let's Ricky. Take a look at it. Once again, fans across the country, I know you want to see this moment once again. And here it is, Ricky. Eddie, right now, the horsemen really know how to punish a man, as you know. That's okay, but they got the man that just beat on and beat on all that time. He gave Ricky time enough to stand over there and figure out what for him to do if he got in with either Barry or Ric Flair. You know, I've got to give credit where credit's due. This man, Eddie Gilbert, took an unbelievable amount of punishment. Right here, using his common sense. When you see a man 270 pounds, 12 feet up in the air, what are you going to do? You're going to move. And you're going to move with the last ounce of breath in your body. They made a tag with a fresh man, but Eddie was there for me, and here we go again. Ric Flair and myself, just like it was five years ago. One more time, and brother, I'm telling you, Rick, it feels so good. You know, Ricky, I think so a tribute to you, you knew exactly what you were doing each and every move and right here when you got the tag in. Well, I'll tell you something right now. It's, it's, uh, I've had some time off. I've had a little boy come into my life. He's been, been, the, been the thing of, of uh, the last past year. But right now, he is that son of mine. One of the major reasons why I came back to the NWA, I want to secure his future, and to do that, I've got to win the World Heavyweight Championship. I've got to do that. There's no greater motivation than that right there, and I think all the fans can understand that. Right here, you really asserted yourself, Ricky. You knew exactly what you were doing against a man that's considered the greatest champion of all time. Hey, I'm breaking some rules right there. I grabbed a handful of hair. Hey, but I've been watching these two guys do it for the last 12 years. And I think what goes around comes around, and it's a vicious cycle out there. That world is a vicious cycle. I'm going up there right now with one thing in mind, and that is to pin the world's heavyweight champion right now. You did. And I'm going to pin this man. Right there. Grab that leg, hold on tight, and the referee counts three. What a dynamic move from Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And the fans were just in shock. As, as we said, the greatest heavyweight champion of all time. Pinned right here on national television. Once again, I'd like to thank the fans, the NWA fans, for the years of support that they still gave me when I was away from you guys. Can it's I like coming home. It's like family. Here okay, Eddie, go ahead. I could have went out, and there's a lot of men that came up to me to be my partner when I was against Ric Flair and Barry Windham. There's a lot of people out there in wrestling I could have picked, but there's only one man in my mind that can beat Ric Flair, and that's Ricky Steamboat. And I'm very proud to have you a partner today. Thank you very much, Ricky. Well, I'll tell you something. The fans I know are going to be talking. This, perhaps, fans, we know with the Super Bowl on the horizon, this is the biggest sports news that we have been a part of. Now, wait just uh, a minute. Wait. What is this? You got no business here. None whatsoever. What do you think you're doing? This is America. This is an equal opportunity country. I've made my negotiations with Pocket and Ted Turner. And I'm here. Mr. And I'm Rex, here. what do you call that negotiation? This will hey, never go down in the record books. Hey, I've been listening to you time. talk for the last 10 years of how great every single one of your men are, and Mr. X shouldn't even have bothered you. Come on. Mr. What do you mean, should I bother us? Taking place. It was a scheme to keep us prepared. We're not afraid of Ricky Steamboat. We're the wrestling. Just tell us.
us his name we so we can prepare for it. We were prepared for this. This will never get out of the record book. It'll never stand with sheer luck. Do you understand something? I'm a multi-millionaire. And this doesn't happen to millionaires. We don't walk out here. Our days are planned. They're scheduled. They're detailed. If I'm to wrestle Rick Steamboat, if he's to wrestle Steamboat, we know what an event. What the? You shut up. Kid and a wife doesn't wrestling. Don't walk out here milking the public. You're here for my belt, and you aren't gonna get it. Tell you what, Don't forget the. All right. Well, we are off and running in 1989 with that final statement right there from Ric Flair. Uh, I guess I'll go to you first, Doc. What are your thoughts on the, the closing promo? Well, I'm so glad that they got this right and went off the air with this. Because it would have been a phenomenal fucking shame for them to roll out another match at that point. That would have been... That would have sucked. Yeah! And how many times over the last couple of years? Uh, here's my question. You know, we've gone to the arenas... And seen some matches that we'll never forget. The Dorton Arena. Yep. And we've seen some things that we've talked about that are just memories. And just great wrestling moments. The one in the the one in the the studio that has always stuck out to us is Garvin and Flair eighty five. Christmas. Mm-hmm. This has to be the best match, right? I mean, clean finish, four guys, three best workers in the world, in the ring. World champ just got pinned. It's so hard to say best because, I mean, we got, I mean, we've got contenders. Like, we tried to do, a few weeks ago, we were like, you know, it's got to be up there in the top five. And then you start naming all these ones you've seen. You're like, well, I don't know. But this yeah, but is we're getting damn we're special. getting ready to leave. We're getting ready to leave this studio, and I just want to put a bow on it. Yeah, I was well, wondering when that's going to happen. Nah, not till April, mid-April. That sucks, man. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> we got we got more months in the studio, but like the important thing here is, man, for everything that happens in '89, that you're going to be like, God, that's bad, or I didn't like this. The top of the card is stacked throughout the whole year. This is some tremendous stuff. Because when they, I mean, yes. I, ain't, I ain't breaking nobody's heart here, but when they get done with Steamboat, they're going to go to Funk. The top of the card in 89 is going to be fully okay. This is just good stuff. Or as Harper says, this is good shit, man. Well, <laughs> the thing of it, shit. Yeah, and the thing of it is, is that... <laughs> Why can't we get two more horsemen involved and fucking get JJ resigned and reload this thing? <laughs> well, I can't remember if next week he's gone or not, but what the J- fuck? Oh, I hate you in everything. It's yeah. next week. 
JJ and <laughs> Tony are about to be jettisoned. Tony too? Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Who fills in his spot? Magnum. Oh yeah, that's oh, true. Christ. And, I can't wait then, to see fucking Terry Funk do it. <laughs> and then and then from Magnum uh, does it for a little while and then Hayes takes over. And I I like Michael Hayes on commentary, but not on Saturday night. Maybe I mean, I'll change my mind. They were just trying mind. to do the fucking Jesse Ventura thing at that point. I think so, too. I can yeah. see it. Yeah. But uh, we'll save that talk for another day. Uh, A-plus uh, on this episode. Not even close. Steamboat's here. We're off and running. We got some good stuff about to go down. This is tremendous. I don't know how else to say it. This is an A plus. If I could give it an A plus plus, I would. Uh, Doc, your rating. Did he mute himself? That's hey. Harper, how about you rate it? It's got to be an A. This the best episode. A or A plus? A plus. Yeah, oh, gotcha. I, I had to go take a piss. What's up? Well, we were, we were rating it. I gave it an A plus. Harper was saying, "Hell yeah, A plus." Harper, would you want to say anything else about your A plus? And and the best thing about it, it was only forty five minutes. So Jesus there, Christ! I, and I can't fucking <laughs> wait to see what they do with this now. There was no bullshit. It no was bullshit. just there was no Italian stallion versus uh Kendall Wyndham, right? There really was no fluff. I mean, you had Hayes and Russian, Russian Assassin. I always had, like watching Michael Hayes. And you have Varsity Club versus Ho, Randy Hogan and Gene Miller, but Butch Reed, you know, he wrestled the, the short match against George South, but I mean, Butch, Reed's no debut, Butch Reed's debut got buried, too, out of this. Yeah, no, huh? <laughs> Nobody. They should have staggered that. Well, it didn't happen. i tell you what I like. I give it an A+. You know what I liked about the end? Uh, of this episode, like y'all said, you know, it was the right thing to do to have it go off like this. Ric Flair is fuming mm-hmm. as he should be. And I love that part of it. He is That's right. angry, angry. His days are planned out. How many times yep. do you think Rick's been a millionaire? Then not a millionaire. Then a millionaire again. Then not a millionaire. Then a millionaire again. He's angry. His angry. days are planned out. Nature Domics is economics is built on amassing a fortune then squandering a fortune <laughs> and then amassing another fortune and squandering that too and then at some point all the alimony comes in Ugh. yeah man it's cheaper to keep her dude doc what did you give it an a plus a plus man why not who are you giving your rolex to man that's a tough one because i mean there's a lot of fucking things going on here. But, I mean, I think you got to give it to Steamboat. Yeah. For that great Harper? promo skills. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Harper, he's the Harper, new, you, he's the new you, arm. You going Steamboat, Harper? Yeah. I'm going to go Steamboat, too. Only because, I mean, it's his, it's his debut. And we're all, I just said it a million times. We're off and running. I don't know how else to say. We are off and running. This is about to be some good stuff. 1989, the first six, seven months, we're off and running. Uh, so, and from, a, from a 
pure top of the card wrestling perspective, the first six months of this year are going to be probably the best that any North American promotion ran in how long? And couldn't do anything with it. Yeah, isn't that fucking crazy? Huh? We can talk about that another day. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rough. I'm a revel in the good stuff that we just witnessed and the good stuff that's coming. Why you got to bring up old shit? Well, we're not here to draw money. We're here to talk about other people not drawing money. So we're going to draw money by talking about them not drawing money. Wait, wait, what? Oh, boy. What an episode, though. 45 minutes. And, you know, as you know, it's a good thing that we didn't plan it this way. But what a great show for our birthday episode. I mean, we deserve this. Yeah. We're lifelong wrestling. You sound like a woman right now. We We deserve this. We needed. We needed this. Need. We needed this for our birthday. No, we deserve it. We busted our ass for this. That's right. So, so I'm buying that fucking Lexus, bitch. I don't care how long it's going to take me to pay it off. We've been following this shit for damn. I've been watching wrestling now. For 30, God almighty, fuck me, 38 years. I deserve this. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. I took five years off, like I said, 33 years of my, of my 46. Hopper nailed it. <laughs> With the Lexus talk, I don't care how long it takes to pay off, and I don't care how much interest I'm paying. I yeah. deserve this for my birthday month. Congratulations. Want- you just gave yourself a bill. Yeah. I work hard. I'll, I'll, I'll it'll be okay. And then the pandemic hits. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, how do I spell furlough? F U R L O U D E, right, Mike? Hopper, what other thoughts do you have about this episode before we wind things down and wrap up this week? It was perfect. It's just what you needed. There was no bullshit. It was it was under a fucking hour. Yes. Forty four minutes. Oh. Wonderful. Well, forty four minutes. It's our five year anniversary show. We hope you've enjoyed the last five years. If you have enjoyed the last five years and enjoyed enjoyed this episode especially, use our Amazon link at tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. It's a great way to support this show. If you're shopping on Amazon, Please use the link. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Give that link to the women in your life, the men in your life, the family members in your life, your side pieces, all that good stuff. Give them that link. Tell them to use it every time they shop on Amazon. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. I appreciate it, Hopper. Thank you very much. You've been, you've been getting drunk and shopping on Amazon at night? I bought a maiden shirt Saturday night, yeah, like at 2 in the morning. A maiden shirt. Uh, does, it have, yeah. that? does it have Eddie on it? Oh yeah. I know. I just push a mic. <laughs> a maiden you. shirt. Okay. Yeah. Um What's okay. your favorite mate what's your favorite maiden song? Oh, uh I guess Trooper or That's my son's. He's eight. But he's I've eight. always liked Invaders for Number of the Beast, How It Be Thy Name. What about Dive- 22? What about 22 Acacia Avenue? Uh, yeah. I haven't heard that song if, in fucking forever. Yeah? Yeah. All right. I like that new shit, too. 
it's hard hey, good. Yeah. Hey, Mike, you'd like them. They aren't a bunch of drugged out freaks. They fly their own airplane. Their singer is a pilot. And so after the show, he like flies them to the next gig. Sounds riveting. I know. I mean, it's not like Bones and Thugs hanging out for their welfare check in the first of the month. The first of the month, wake up, wake up, get up. Yeah, I hear you, Doc. Okay, well, let's be great. It has been a hell of a ride the last five years. Hey, uh, what podcast? What we're we've never been better or stronger than we are tonight. Yeah, I think we're at there's the top something of our, to that. We're at the top of our game. Yeah, I I think there's something to that. We're at, we're at the top of our game, and I got to be right. honest. If not for all the listeners who have been on this ride with us all these years, and well, if not for everyone who's uh, supported this show on Patreon at tinyurl.com slash BTT, I don't know where we'd be. And so what are we doing next uh, to replace Smokey? Central States? Oh. Okay, okay <laughs> Fritz Von Malky. That's the, that's the appropriate response for that. Fritz, Fritz Von Malky. Okay, whatever you say, pal. <sighs> all right. We well, glow. Let's scramble on out. Glow. Let's scramble on out of here. We should cover UWF, Herb Abrams, and just look Ugh. at this. No. Ugh. That would be a train wreck to do. But anyway, yeah, it is time to get up on out of here. So, again, thank you for all of your support over the last five years. It's our birthday month. We appreciate it. We made it five long years. Thank you for your support. Uh, Harper's not going to go buy a Lexus, nor am I. We're going to still keep being the same old us every single week. Uh, with that said, Harper, you got anything else you want to mention before you hit the go-home queue? And, Let's know, get out of here. All right, Harper. Hit it's the tagline. It's our birthday month. <laughs> hit the tagline, Harper. Fuck it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>